We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my souls, siblings, and fellow rock climbers of spirituality. How are you doing today? I'm sending you blessings of love and light from my heart to yours. So if you were to close your eyes and think about it, what would your particular vision and version of heaven on earth be like? Years ago, I was asked this question and I had to sit with it for a while for it to come into focus. I was so busy working hard and trying to pay my bills and survive that the concepts of peace, joy, and thriving were pretty foreign. But as I continued to consider this and ask myself some open-ended questions, the answers started to reveal themselves. My heaven on earth included playing and creating, talking and listening, empowering others, not having to worry about money, a lovely husband and lots and lots of horses. I had no idea at the time if heaven on earth was actually possible, but today I am indeed living this remarkable life, complete with prosperity, profound joy, an amazing husband, great love, daily miracles, and lots and lots of horses. <laughs> thank God every single day. I also thank and credit my ability to manifest this fulfilling and joyful life to my spiritual teachers who share with me profound wisdom, life-transforming practices, exercises, and tools that help me transcend my life of struggle and striving to celebration and thriving. Today, I'm so excited to be sharing these incredible teachers with you. We're here with Drs. Ron and Mary Holnick. They are leaders and internationally acclaimed teachers in the field of spiritual psychology, as well as facilitators of awakening and consciousness. They're renowned educators and the founding faculty and co-directors of the University of Santa Monica, where they have designed, developed, and facilitated educational programs for the past 35 years. Both are licensed marriage and family therapists, and Mary is also a licensed clinical psychologist. They are the authors of two mind-opening, heart-expanding, and empowering books, both published by Hay House. One is called Loyalty to Your Soul, The Heart of Spiritual Psychology, and the second one, which I read daily, Remembering the Light Within, A Course in Soul-Centered Living. So Dr. Ron, Dr. Mary, thank you for saying yes to another show with us here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. Well, as usual, we are really happy to be here. We think of ourselves as some of the horses that are in your life that you have an abundant <laughs> amount of. It is fun watching you blessing. gallop around and your joy and your beauty. Yeah. And That's right. That's right. It is so exquisite. It is heaven on earth. So I um, am so happy to see you too, Mary. It's always such a blessing to see your beautiful light radiating face. And, well, and it's a blessing to be with you, Tammy. Thank you so much for what you do. Oh, thank you for teaching me how to do what I do. <laughs> so I would per personally venture to say most people are not living their version of heaven on earth. What do you think? I would say that's accurate. I would absolutely agree, Tammy. It's like they're looking through the eyes that see the duality, that see uh, the challenges, and they experience the unresolved issues inside themselves. And it's all very painful and difficult. And even if they're experiencing levels of success in, success in physical world reality, it may be that they still feel an emptiness, a lack of connection or purpose and meaning. And so heaven on earth may seem like a nice idea, but 
how do you how do you ever get there? I think that's a very good question. <laughs> how do you get there? See, really, what it comes down to from our perspective, it really doesn't have a lot to do with what you're doing here on Earth. It has all to do with where you are inside yourself, no matter what it is that you're doing. And so you can be truly living a life of heaven on earth, no matter what's going on out here, because you're in that place inside where heaven already exists. So it's a question of how do you move your consciousness, not changing what's going on out in physical world reality. One of our principles is that outer experience mm -hmm. is a reflection of inner reality. So in other words, it's an inkblot world. The uh, unresolved material within our own consciousness, we are, we are radiating that. And it becomes an attractor field that brings experiences that are designed to evoke that material mm -hmm so that we can heal and learn and come into a greater place of wholeness and holiness inside. And as we learn to do that work, then heaven on earth becomes so much more acceptable because when we're residing in peace, joy, love, and we're recognizing our co-creative potential and power, then, then, and we start exercising it, then we create a different reality around yes. us. And so we are co-creators and, and uh, our life is gonna be a reflection of the material and where we reside in consciousness. And I Which, believe, and I was one of these people that it's like, we think it's gonna happen if, if we get there from the outside in, if I get the money, if I get the relationship, if I manifest the career, then I will finally be at peace and be happy and I will finally experience, you know, heaven on earth, but it doesn't work that way. It has to no. happen from the inside out. It has to happen from the inside out. And, oh my gosh, you know, that is authentic empowerment. Think about if it were really the other way, Tammy. Oh, I mean, yeah. it would be, you know, it would be even more difficult in physical reality than it is now. But when people begin to realize, I'm a co-creator with God, I have the spark of the divine within me. My essential nature is loving, and I am a co-creator. It changes everything. We learn to forgive ourselves for the judgments we've placed. We've learned to clear up the misunderstandings and transform the lens of perception that we see through. We wake up to awareness of the spiritual context and that life really is for us. And even the challenges that we encounter are truly for us if we can learn to use them properly. And it begins to dawn on us that everybody, everybody really is doing the very best they know how to do, including ourselves. Yes, yes. Given our level and of so consciousness. How can you judge <laughs> Yeah. Well, and point. what you just said, Ron, I mean, learning to that judgment is part of, uh, it's, it's like issues superglue. When we judge our creations and we judge ourselves, we're really holding ourselves into 
that which it is we would love to be able to shift and transform and change. And so by developing self-compassion, learning how to forgive ourselves for our judgments, not because we've done anything wrong, but the, the judgments become the bars that are then the prison in which we are encaging ourselves. There's a great cartoon that Mary used to love, and it was a person who was standing uh, literally in prison, and they're looking out through the bars, you know, and the, the, the bars are right in, right in front, and they're standing right behind them. And then as the thing pans out, what you see is those are the only two bars. <laughs> well, well, the space on the right side and the left side, you could just walk right around them if you, if you chose to. But when we have what we call unresolved issues, we've, we've got these bars and we're holding them right up in front of us. And then we wonder why we feel like we're in prison. We do it to ourselves. And, and you guys helped me understand this. You know, there's the soul line and the goal line. And what I've learned to do anytime I'm in discomfort or confusion, instead of fighting with the out there, I go inside and ask, what does my soul want me to know? What does my soul want me to learn from this? And it's a much more empowered approach than blaming and being angry and getting other people to agree with you about how bad people are or how bad life on planet Earth is. To be able to take that moment and go inside how, why is this happening for me rather than why is this happening to me? And that changes everything. That it changes, changes everything. It changes everything, Tammy. See, and that is, that is a very, that's not a shift that someone just decides one day to make. That is, that's, I mean, some people, I guess, do it that way. They hear it and they catch right on. But for most of us, we got to go, oh, I don't know. That sounds like a cop out to me or I don't know could I really do that I mean you know and it's a it's a learning process and that's why as you well know in the class for a period in your case of three years because you went through all three levels of the program uh, you got to do you got to do this over and over and over and over until that habit kicks in once it kicks in you keep doing it and it's relatively relatively easy but uh, that is not a hard thing to do. We're not conditioned that way. You know, it's very hard to experience heaven on earth. We're in a, we're in a <clears throat> chronic, I'm upset because <clears throat> consciousness, where we feel victimized by other people and by life. We feel that life is unfair. And, and so the first thing we need to do is really learn um, that there is a way out, that we are divine beings, that self-compassion is a key. And that by learning to become more accepting of ourselves, accepting of what is, then we can learn to, to cultivate the practices and consciousness that will assist us in transforming ourselves. And as a result, then our life will transform as well. And Tammy, your story is such a magical and beautiful one. And it's one of thousands of stories of USM, University of Santa Monica graduates who have learned these tools, these principles and practices, and have had embraced them as a way of life. And I consider our graduates really ambassadors of this work who touch to so many others and assist them in becoming aware 
there is another way. There is another Authentic way. empowerment is the way. Yeah, and, and I do believe my life is a living example of the principles that you shared with me. And part of the reason I was so, um, I guess a little bit in awe of you is that your lives were the, this living example of, of beauty and it seemed like joy and mutual respect and prosperity. And it was like, I want some of what they have. You're the living example of um, what this work can do. And now I feel I am as well. And to pay it forward is my greatest uh, pleasure, honor, and privilege and joy. You know, and I got for a while when I said, God, I want to be a helper. I want to be a healer. What do I do? And he, what I heard was just let your life be the living example. And it was really yes. that's it. And it's become quite easy, you know. And now at this point, I don't have a lot of ambition. And I kind of blame the horses and I kind of blame you guys. <laughs> I'm just so in peace and so in joy. It's like, it's amazing. <laughs> it's okay. We can take it. You know, <laughs> I know you can. What I would say, Tammy, it's like ambition really is a quality of the ego and it's a yes. quality that can be valuable and serves a purpose. But you know what? Maybe the consciousness that you embody now and the emanation of energy that is flowing mm -hmm. through you and from you in the world is actually a great contribution on the planet as opposed to a life that's filled with a lot of busyness and a doing and attempting to achieve a lot of things. And I have nothing against that. On the Enneagram, I happen to be a three, which is uh, an achiever consciousness personality type. Um, but at the same time, being is the balance to all of that. And our way of being ultimately is our message. Yeah. It's a quieter way. And I think we each have to find our authentic shape. You know, my version of heaven on earth is yeah. going to be different than, than yours or probably anyone else's. It's up for us to kind of find that. So um, do you want to talk about the quality of intelligy? Because we all have our own particular brand of magic and, and our own seed of brilliance. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, I, love, I love that word, intelligy. And... Um, I think uh, Jean Houston maybe formulated a great question. If the intelligy of an acorn is to become an oak tree, what is your intelligy? What is the intelligy of each unique being on the planet? And really, we have formulated two responses to that question. The first one is that we all share a common intelligy, and that is to wake up and to remember our essential loving nature. Remember that we are divine. <clears throat> and the second intelligy really has to do with becoming more aware of the unique giftedness that each of us possess. What are the unique gifts that you bring? And then turning to share those gifts with others. So your love of life, your love of your husband, your horses, your exampleship, you become the embodiment of someone who's living their intelligence and being of service through the radio shows that you do, through the service work that you are doing as well, Tammy. It's, uh, it's really a beautiful thing. And that's part of what I've loved about our work with all the students through the years is the uniqueness of each person and 
when they begin to light up and become more aware, not only of who they are, but their gifts and their calling, that is one of the most exquisite things that can occur in a human life from my point of view. And I think it's important not to compare or compete with no. anyone else. What is that? A comparison is a stealer of joy because everybody is so unique. And I did judge myself for a while that I wasn't as productive as I quote unquote should be. And I feel like I'm a butterfly. I'm not made for heavy lifting like, you know, <laughs> I can't uproot trees. I tried. I overextended myself. I got in a car wreck. And I thought, you know what? I need to just find my own authentic shape. And I think that's the most important thing any of us can do. That's right. It really is. And, and that is coming into harmony yes. with your, your own soul essence, with your own intelligence, with your own unique giftedness and what you're here to not only enjoy, but to share, to give and to gift. Finding our authentic shape is how we, I think, find our heaven on earth. I, I do too, Tammy. And you know, one of the keys to that really is through the cleansing of our lens of perception. Because Tell me more. How can we do that? Well, <laughs> the, the, the lens of perception really has to do with our conditioned beliefs. It has to do with um, the experiences that we've had that we didn't have the awareness or the tools to bring to resolution. So we're looking through a lens of perception that is colored by all of that. And in many respects, we might speak of as pretty foggy, pretty cloudy. It's not really clear. We're not seeing, it's, it's like a, a rainy, gray, foggy day. Recently, we just returned from British Columbia and we actually had two gorgeous rainy days. And we were staying at a lovely property that was right on the water. And two days, we woke up in the morning, you could not see anything, Tammy. It was so fogged in and gray. And that's what it's like when we're in victim consciousness and we, we have all these unresolved material, we have all this judgment, these misinterpretations, these erroneous conclusions we drew about who we are. Um, and we're trying to see the world through it. But yet it's just so foggy. And as we begin to come into greater acceptance of ourselves, acceptance of our humanity, acceptance of our divinity, greater self-compassion, a willingness to forgive ourselves for placing these judgments, for falling into a misidentification of who we are, it's like the fog starts to lift. We have a haze. We receive spiritual guidance and inspiration. We get clear about our intention, about those things that have heart and meaning, and we're able to go about them, uh, go about co-creating them, rather than being a clod of ailments, as I think George Bernard Shaw say, said, complaining because the world isn't centered on making us happy. You know, it's, it's like we start, we start reeling our, realizing our authentic empowerment we start using the capacity that we have for envisioning the life of our heartfelt dreams that really is in harmony with our soul. And we can move into uh, living into that reality. And it doesn't have to be big things. I mean, people have, I, I think a lot of people have that mistaken idea. 
I just recently saw a little, I don't know what it was for, but it was, uh, the story was the mother says to a, a boy about, I guess it must have been about eight, uh, what are you going to do today? And he said, I'm going to have a conversation with God. And so she says, okay, and she packs his lunch. And he goes out and he goes on a train. And then he goes and you see him walking down downtown. And here's a park bench and there's a uh, an elderly woman sitting there who is uh, obviously uh, someone who homeless. has who ha who is homeless, and he sits down on the bench next to her, and they just he just strikes up a conversation. Next thing, he's giving her his lunch, and he's giving her his snack, you know, and she's eating them, and and then he goes over and hugs her, and he says, "I have to go now," and he leaves, and you see him coming home. And the mother says, well, where have you been? He said, oh, I just went to have a conversation with God. And then you see the woman walking down the street with a big smile on her face. And one of her friends says, gosh, you have this big smile. Where have you been? And she says, I just had a conversation with God. <laughs> and it can be just over the littlest things. It all has to do with where you are inside. When you do whatever it is that you do. It's not, you don't get it from the what you do, you bring it to what you do. That way you have it all the time. Yeah. You know, Tammy, I would also say that part of it is letting go of resisting, resisting what is, rather to recognize the universe is a mirror. It's bringing things that are a reflection of something inside us. And if we can learn how to utilize that feedback from the universe in a way where we have the opportunity to cleanse the lens of perception, to come into greater acceptance and compassion of our humanity, of our divinity, of our gifts. Oh my goodness, life can get just much more beautiful and we really can be living in heaven on earth because heaven on earth to me starts inside has to yeah absolutely and i and think ends. a big piece yeah, starts and ends yes i think a big piece of the puzzle for me was realizing that god adored me that i was lovable and that i was worthy and that was a really tough pill to to swallow and and now i do know and i do believe it and i believe that's why my life is a reflection of such love and joy because i know I, and i can receive god's love and grace but and let's I that, love myself, so my life is a reflection of this beauty. Yes, let's let's say that just a slightly different way. Please do. Yes, yes God adores you. That's true, but no more than anybody else. All of God's children are special, and none of God's children are special. That's right. We're all yeah. the same stuff. Every single so, one of us is adorable. That's right. And Precious. once you right once you once you realize that, then you realize, oh my gosh. All I have to do is accept that and yes. be willing to live into it. And then really the game is over. Accept that and be and, able to and it. Mm -hmm. into uh, my essential nature of goodness, which is the God within. And, and Tammy, I loved what you said, because that shows me that you really have a personal relationship with God. Very, and that is very. such a key in discovering heaven on earth that that god is not some mysterious thing off there 
that we have um, created an image of an old man with a white beard. It's, it's a presence of love that we can connect with and experience and, and live into and share. It's a deep abiding peace and joy. And every single one of us has this ability and opportunity if we have the courage to pursue it. Yes, if we yeah. have the courage to pursue it. Yeah, yes. First thing we have to give up. First thing we have to give up, the most important thing. Might that even be possible? We have to open our mind to that possibility. Yeah. Got to open up to that possibility. And that uh, is something I'm grateful that I said yes to years ago in your presence yeah. and continue to say yes to every day of my life. Absolutely. How beautiful, Tammy. I just, I, I acknowledge you and I applaud you and you are a living example of what these teachings can, can do. When, I, don't know. When I, don't know I, I don't think I could have gotten here without you guys. So I, I thank you God. Would for found, you would have found someone else. Yeah, when the teacher, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And I'm so exactly. glad you exactly. my life. Okay, we have about a minute left. Where can people find you? www.universityofsantamonica.edu. It's a place you can learn more about spiritual psychology, about the programs that we're offering. We're going to be offering our 10-month program that is the foundational work um, starting in January, January through October. We're very excited to be doing it one more time, Tammy. And last year's class was just outstanding. They came in at such a high level and we felt fully used. And as though people are just in such an accelerated consciousness now, it's, it's very uplifting to do the work. The magic is happening. I love you, magicians. I love you so much. And to my listeners, I love you too. I hope you know you're my heart, my prayers. Be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com. I adore you. Know that you are the child in whom God is well pleased. Take good care of yourself, onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye-bye, Tammy. Lots of love. Love you. Love.